Three, two. I know. <laughs> so, hey guys, welcome back to Random Tea with Keisha and Bree. I'm your host, Keisha, and I'm joined by the lovely Bree. Bree. Co-host. Co-host. Flesh. So, Vaseline. I bought new Vaseline. I'm so proud of you. Just, oh, in, just case. in case. Just now. in case. Because we have plenty. <laughs> they sell this at Costco? I got that at Mark's. Oh. Interesting. So, it's been a minute. But it's not. it hasn't been too long. We were on schedule, kind of. We said like every other weekend. I think. I think it's been a month. We might know if you actually uploaded any of the podcasts. Oh, you know what? Let me download that right now so I don't forget. Why? Well, I think I can only do it from your phone. Why are you holding it? Because I want to read something that I wrote. Oh, okay. And only the only I mean I usually don't write stuff and read it, but this was kind of I don't know. I just wanted to read it, no, it the way it. I felt it. Yeah. So. Let's start this podcast off a bit light, but serious at the same time. So, out of everything we use on a daily basis to keep ourselves groomed, presentable, healthy, and alive, what made toilet paper the star of the show? (laughs) This is a great question. I mean, you have bar soap, deodorant, toothpaste, and even like masks, like why didn't we run out of masks? Mm. Um, there were some runner-ups like water and ramen noodles. Yep. <laughs> you know, I get that because in a pinch you could survive off of cheap food and water. Yep. But why toilet paper? Because <laughs> without toilet paper, you could do what you did when you had a baby or you were babysitting somebody else's baby and you ran out of wipes. You could always get a hot, soapy rag and clean the baby. Mm-hmm. So my question <clears throat> is, why toilet paper? Because like I said, like other things, you know, that we need, you know, to keep us presentable and groomed and not offensive would be like deodorant, not you offensive. know, bar soap. Yeah. Why toilet paper? That's a great question because I was thinking about that when it all, you know, was first happening. I find it funny how we're... Talking about quarantine again. Right. Like, seriously talking about quarantine. Circle back. Yeah. And it's been months since all that toilet paper stuff was going on. And even still, sometimes, I feel like it's not a lot of toilet paper wherever you go. Mm -hmm. But I don't have the real answer because that wouldn't have been my first choice if I knew. Like, when you watch, like, a zombie apocalypse movie and they all have that one scene in the movie where everybody goes to the store and get something... Nobody was getting toilet paper. So why are we getting toilet paper? I feel like one person, like, recorded somebody else getting paper, uh, toilet paper, and everybody was like, okay, we all need toilet paper. Well, of course, that's, right. I feel like that's the Because we all follow each other. Yeah, and it's like, well, they look like they know what they're doing by getting toilet paper because we don't think about it. We're not thinking of toilet paper, but we see somebody else doing it, so we're like, should I be getting toilet right, paper? Right. <laughs> like. Like, why are they getting that much? Exactly. Maybe I should get some before it's gone. Right, right. I feel like that's what anything. Like, if somebody would have picked masks or bar soap. So, it could have been anything else. It yeah. just happened to catch on I with one person or something. But because, like I said, like, deodorant. That's like, essential. Well, I guess, well, 
But I guess maybe it's not essential in a quarantine because if you're staying in the house. True, but I would I wouldn't want to stink and be musty and stuff while I'm at home. I don't like feeling icky and dirty and like I didn't take care of myself for the day. So I don't know about the rest of America, but maybe the rest of America maybe the rest of America is not used to how black people know how to survive. I feel yeah. like that's part of yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like black people really... Black people, I feel like, were the main people questioning, like, right. why would you get toilet paper of right. all things? Like, you need to stock up on food and everything else but toilet paper. Like, I don't know. Because you can live without toilet paper. I well, mean, like you can any, live without a lot of things. Any but. minority, I feel like, question that. Like, most minorities are poor. Like, Latinos would mm. be like, they know how to survive off of right. nothing. You know, it's, I don't know. I don't know why they chose toilet paper, but that was the star of the show. The apparently. star. Front and center. Literally, but yeah, it literally. literally front and center. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it literally could have been anything. And I just feel like we just followed toilet paper. Because if you didn't see that, would you have gotten all that toilet paper? Well, if I didn't see it going out of style, then. Because even if you weren't like preparing for quarantine you still need toilet paper and if you see everybody with toilet paper and you know it's not gonna be no toilet paper left then you would get toilet paper right right Right. like with anything else like the chicken and meat and all that i don't know but i mean it's a good question i really want to know who started doing that they need a bonus from like Charmin. yeah imagine the people who invested in toilet paper stocks this year weren't expecting that at all right and that's how stocks work same thing with like hand sanitizer and masks like you never know what's gonna pop off at this point 2020 is so unpredictable so i have a question i have an answer and it may relate to the quarantine a little bit just because for most of the year it's been quarantine that's our life now right So, what's the best purchase you've made in 2020? Hmm. And this is a great question because this is the year I finally started, like, making money consistently. So, I had, like, consistent money and consistent things to buy. And I feel like with quarantine, more people were buying more stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the best purchase I made during quarantine, you said, or during 2020 period? I mean, but that's quarantine. The whole year was basically. Pretty much. Um, this, this will, this, this question will make you question everything you bought. Cause it's like, did I really need that? Like, was that like right, my top right. purchases? Right. Cause immediately I think of the most expensive purchases I made and they weren't necessarily my best purchases. And it doesn't have to do with quarantine. It doesn't have to be like a purchase you made that benefited you during quarantine. It's just, what's the best purchase you've made it in this year (sighs) the first thing that came to mind was my gaming chair Mm -hmm. because I think it was definitely worth the money and I don't know I don't think the actual buying part of it would made it worth it but it was like I put it together by myself Mm -hmm. and I've always wanted a gaming chair and Mm -hmm. it's always been like super expensive and now my back doesn't hurt I can see the tv better I think the gaming chair was probably my best purchase. The only thing with that is that now I see everybody with that chair. Mm-hmm. Like, every, like, girl gamer has that chair now, and I'm like... And can it double, like, as a computer or office chair, too? 
Yeah, you could use it for anything. I'd do my homework in that chair. I'd play games in that chair. The only thing I feel like it's missing is raise your feet up. Yes, that's <laughs> the only thing. I'd be like, oh my. I put my feet up on the TV stand because I'd be that close anyway. And then it's like, that is kind of like a. Because, okay, so most people get a gaming chair for like computer, like office type stuff. Mm-hmm. I just got it just because I needed a better chair to play my PlayStation on. But. I've been using it like a PC. Like, my TV isn't humongous, but it's not like a little TV. It feels like just a really big laptop computer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it feels like it's really an office. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's not really a big difference. And then, like, when we had that other, that black chair we used to use for the computer, Mm -hmm. we used that for game, for like PlayStation Mm -hmm. 2. So Mm -hmm. that's also why I like it because you could just use it for anything. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. What was your best purchase? The deep freezer. Yes. I agree. I agree. It was a good investment. Very good. Because we had way too much stuff in our fridge. It was... Well, mainly the freezer. It was The freezer was out of control. Right. Out of control. And I think it's good because... Like, we never really had a lot of stuff in our freezer before quarantine mm-hmm. because I go to the store every day, so <laughs> there was really no reason to freeze anything. Um, but I think that not only for the quarantine is it good, but I think it kind of motivates me even after the quarantine to have some type of supply. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, I mean, and- you don't want to just have a deep freezer plugged up and nothing is in it. So it will encourage me to, you know, keep Use things it. in it, yeah, yeah. you know, post-quarantine. Yeah, you was kind of, you kind of wanted yeah. that even before quarantine happened. You wanted to start stocking up on things, and you kind of did. But like you said, like having it there right, kind of makes you be like... And then, yeah, I had um, shared a Facebook memory probably about <clears throat> three months ago or so where I had made a post about... Like, I took a picture of a gallon of water, a can of beans, and a can of soup or something like that. And I was like, we need to stock up on stuff. But my thing when I posted that was more so, like, in case of, like, a storm or something like that. Because Mm -hmm. we see how people go uh, crazy on Black Friday for a TV. And they will fight you over the last TV. So imagine, you know, if it's food, you know, they're going to go crazy. So, yeah, I had that idea, not thinking it was going to be quarantine, but just... When did you say that? I would have to actually look at the post to see exactly when I posted it, but it came up in my memories. Um, It might have been, like, July or August. Wow. Because the Facebook memories come up, like, one year later. So, Uh like, a year, you know, before I had said... I need to start stocking up and I was just going to start small just by picking up one extra thing at the grocery store, one extra gallon of water. As much as I go to the grocery store, I have a stockpile, you know, (laughs) soon, you know. So if you just pick up one can of soup, one bottle of water or whatever, every time you go, then eventually your pile will grow. So like, but do you think with the new lockdown, do you think they would close the store? Well, that's kind of what we were talking about earlier, because in order to have a true lockdown, you have to have a true lockdown. But I feel like we can never have a true lockdown because you have some things that are absolutely necessary, like people who work for the electric company or the gas company or even the garbage. Like, what are we going to do with our garbage for a month? I mean, just store it in the garage if you have a garage or whatever. I mean, 
that's why I don't I don't see how we could have a true lockdown. I wonder how other countries did it. Like, did they yeah. have like emergency work? I mean, because like the police or whatever. You can't stop certain industries, but I think that it should be more strict. Cause like, I mean, but I don't know. At the same time, it's like, I feel like most of the things that were open were essential because like we talked about earlier, like McDonald's, like people don't consider that essential, but if you close all the fast food places, then you overwhelm the grocery stores and there's not going to be any food in the grocery stores. You have to have other options. Yeah. Yeah. And then what else was open that people didn't think was essential? I don't know, coffee or liquor stores or something like that. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think most of the things that were open were essential. And then some things can't afford to not be sold. Like, like if McDonald's closed today, I mean, really, they could have all they, they could, <laughs> all their food would be fine for the whole quarantine, and they could just come back and cook that, and it would be fine. But certain places, they stock up on food to cook like i'm sure like restaurants have like gang of meat in their whatever their freezer right, that right. they can't just oh we can't sell it right they were talking about that like with the schools because the schools have food that come in to them for lunches exactly. and stuff and then what are you gonna do with all this right chocolate milk right. you know <laughs> that nasty chocolate milk right. chocolate milk and frozen pizza and then I like know. i don't know if we talked about it the other day also um but as far as like them preparing turkeys for Thanksgiving, they prepare the turkeys in advance as far as like what they feed them and how big they're going to get and yeah. stuff like that. So they bred the turkeys to be big, but now people aren't really going to be getting big turkeys because a lot of people are not going to have a lot of people over for Thanksgiving. So you don't need a 22 pound turkey. Mm-hmm. You only going to get a 10 pound turkey now because it's just your family. Yeah, well, hopefully. I feel like people are are still going to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas on a regular, the way they have. I think for the most part. I think there are going to be some people. I think there's going to be like 50-50. Where like half the people are going to be like, yeah, we cool till next year or whatever. And there's other people that's going to be like, it's Thanksgiving. What difference does it make? Yeah. I'm just curious on how New Year's Eve is going to go because that's another big holiday and that's not like a holiday where you can choose i mean some people don't do anything for new year's but most people and that's the thing that everybody comes over for or everybody like what is new york gonna do that's what i want to know because can they like block off that area times square can they legally just be like right because you're saying even if they don't have anything formal people will still congregate yeah but where are they gonna congregate there for because the whole thing is the ball dropping and stuff and the performances and stuff i'm sure so they're just gonna go hang out but when i went to new york it was still packed like Mm -hmm. it's packed all the time like there's places to sit and because it's times square like people hang out there so it's like especially on new year's they don't care if it's cold they don't care if are they even gonna have performers like what's gonna happen i don't know and then it's like most of the people who like host new year's like ryan seacrest if they have a show like they'll they'll get criticized for like oh y'all was promoting social distancing but you still gonna do a Mm. new year's party or Mm. whatever like yeah they're gonna be wearing masks but it's like it's the principle and then you if biden First of all, why was Donald Trump trending on Twitter yesterday talking about he was going to win North Carolina? I don't care if he wins North Carolina or not. I just don't get how y'all haven't finished counting. That's ridiculous. When are they going to announce it? 
Like, well, I think that, I mean, I don't know 100%, but I don't think it's unusual for them still to be counting as far as every vote. I think what's different now is that he is not accepting what the media called because once again the media oh. called it yeah that's the projected winner and he's like y'all need to finish counting the votes because that's not what the end result is gonna be so who officially <clears throat> congress it... okay congress officially calls it oh why is the media allowed to do that that's that's the whole point that doesn't make sense exactly like who are y'all like that would be like the NBA call out the election. Like, right. what do y'all even have to that do with would, anything? Be, oh my god! Oh. What do you, what do you what does the NBA have to do with uh, the president? Who decides the president? Ron James. So, well, how it. does the media decide? I mean, whatever. I, I mean, mean, it's a whole it's a whole mess. But that's his point, and that's the point of a lot <clears> of Republicans. <throat> like, the media can't call the election. Like. So that's why you have the projected winner and the actual winner or whatever. So that confuses me because, like, on TikTok and just everywhere on social media, like, we kept seeing videos and pictures of, like, businesses and stuff boarding up their walls and cities preparing for a riot. So whether Trump or Biden was going to win, they knew that it wasn't going to be announced that day because now they're not boarded up, but he could win, like, they could announce it next week and he could suddenly win what like just by a miracle he won y'all caught off guard now because i mean i didn't know it was gonna take this long Did well they know? i think that um and this is funny and this all goes back to trump's theory of they cheated because i think that the world and the well not the world but the country was anticipating trump to win yeah yeah. So they anticipated riots over that. Mm-hmm. And so that didn't happen. Everybody's like, uh, okay. Right. You know, right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> right. She is hilarious. Give her a shout out. What's her name? I think her name is Flossie. That's her TikTok name. I don't know, like, if that's her real name or not. But like, think- well, if you're on TikTok, go follow her because she's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, I think, and that's weird because ever I think, because when I talk to people, and people who are like strictly Democrat, they are still like, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Yes, everybody, everybody is surprised. Everybody is surprised. And so I think it may have a little ring of truth to something else is going Could on. Be, if because it don't make sense. how did everybody think that he was going to win and Biden just dusted him? It wasn't even close. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, even close. Yeah, and it then, was a lot. I think I was talking to you earlier about the million MAGA March. Yeah. And so they're like, how did Biden win? You got a million people down there for Trump. Like, I don't know. It just does, it doesn't make... No matter how you feel about politics, it just doesn't make sense. And something smells fishy. <laughs> something smells fishy. Something smells fishy. It kind of does. But, I mean... But at the same time, it's like... Apparently... <clears throat> apparently, like, Trump and Biden, like... They already know who's going to win. Like, apparently, like I'm saying, like on some conspiracy theory type right, stuff. Right. Like everybody knows, like y'all, y'all know what it's gonna be. Right, the president is already chosen. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like I don't know if they do, they playing their role very well. Very well, because I was gonna say Trump shouldn't be mad. Then. Right, he shouldn't even be going through all this. Yeah, if he finding lawsuits and stuff. Like if you know, but maybe that's the way it always was, and maybe this year is different. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me that 2020 yeah. would be the year that something ain't right. 
Me either. And then that goes, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you, how much do you know about The Simpsons? Because apparently they predict a whole lot of stuff. And so, first of all, I want to ask you, how much do you know about them to even comment on it? But how much of what they have predicted, quote unquote, has come true? Um, well, the first question, I don't, I didn't really, I don't really watch The Simpsons. And I'm surprised. Why? You just seem like a Simpsons watcher. I do seem like it. I used to play the game. I played The Simpsons game when I was little, but that was it. Like, I never watched it. I never, I never sat down like watched a full episode of Simpsons. Like, I've seen because it's like the old version of the Family Guy. Kind <clears throat> it of. is. It, it's and some of it is funny. Like I've seen like clips and mm. stuff, but I never like watched it. Watched it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then your second question was how much uh, what they do is like yeah. True. What's the accuracy? I don't know. I I just see like the memes mm-hmm. on Instagram. Like they'll compare like pictures and stuff. So I don't know how true that could be, but. I mean, they seem to be pretty on point, just from what I see on the internet. And then one of their biggest predictions is <clears throat> the president in that casket. Yeah, Trump dying. That would be crazy. Everybody, feel, I'm, I'm like, wait, not scared of it, but that's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy, and just the fact that I don't know. I feel like that's something that could happen. Yeah, everybody thought it was gonna happen when Trump got corona. Mm-mm. Yeah, everybody was like, oh my god, finally, like he's gonna die. Because the Simpsons says so, and this would be the way he would do it. Because he's old, and he wasn't really wearing a mask all the time, and da 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 da. da. So, I'm still surprised he recovered so quickly. That that's fishy. So Biden's somebody fishy. brought that up to me today. Both they sides. was like, "Did he really have Corona?" And I was like, "Well," <clears throat> and they were basing it off the fact that he recovered so quickly. And I had to remind this person that. And because they were like, well, he's old or whatever. But if you're in good health, number one, it may not be that much of an issue to you. Number two, a lot of people get coronavirus and are fine. I was gonna a say, lot of people ha- get tested positive and don't even have any symptoms. Yeah. The recovery rate is like 90 something percent, like over like 98 percent of people recover. So why would that surprise you that? He wasn't on his deathbed, and he has access to the best health care in the world. True. That's all so, true. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see why some people would question it, but I still see my It was literally point. like three, but it's not even the fact that he recovered because apparently he didn't have any symptoms. Like, he just got it. Like, after he was in Cleveland, he just tested for it and he got it and then he tested for it again he didn't have it in three days I just... well some people said that they did notice symptoms like because he was making appearances after he was tested positive and they said yeah like i think it was a one of the town hall meetings and they was like yeah you could tell he's a little short of breath or blah blah mm. blah whatever but i don't know but then too like they want to make this whole big deal about yeah you got it because you'll never wear a mask but that's not you haven't been wearing a mask since march so it took from march to October for you to get it. I mean, how and I wonder that how, doesn't make sense. How often, I mean, I'm sorry, not that it doesn't make sense, but if you cannot wear a mask that whole time and then it catches up with you in October, like how strong is the whole you need to wear a mask thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say I wonder how often he was getting tested throughout that whole time because he could have had it this whole time and never really got tested. Well, I think he gets tested often, and he had to get tested like 
before the debate here in Cleveland. Mm. Like, all of them did. Of course he would get it in Cleveland. Why Cleveland? Who was you around? Cleveland Clinic. Oh, my God. (laughs) That clinic, man. Get out of here. Infectious. Infestation. Yeah. That is... uh... Which, I worked there. Knock on wood. How have I not got it this whole time? And that's what I don't understand. Like, how do some people get it and some people don't? Because I'm not super, like, oh, my God. You know, I wash my hands often. I sanitize often. I wear a mask. But they'd be like, even after all that, you can still get it, like... Right, and then, like, the, but I'm not, like, super... Like, I'm a germy person, but I haven't been super germy with the coronavirus. Like, I don't wipe down my groceries when I come in. I don't... If the cart is wiped off, okay, cool, but I don't wipe the cart off. Mm-hmm. I just sanitize when I get in the cart. So, if it's that contagious and that, you know, whatever... That deadly and all that. And know. I work in a hospital, how? Some people would say Somebody that's God. Lied. Somebody lying. And it may be God. Because yeah, I do have a a protection aura around, a protection ring around. Yeah. Makes sense. But. And your immune system is top tier. Top tier, I honey. think top tier in the country. <laughs> I This woman has never been sick a day in her life since I, the, the 19 years I have known her, she has not gotten sick once. So let me clarify. I do get sick, but my sick is oh, I'm just coughing a little right, bit. Right, like I have a cough or a sneeze or something like maybe a <laughs> sore throat for maybe like a couple of days or something like that. But let me tell you when when I tell you I have never called off of work for being sick. Now I call off of work, <laughs> but never because I'm sick. Right, like I've never had to call off work because oh it my was god, so I'm bad. so sick. Yeah. You know. And I wonder, that makes me feel like, okay, am I just being dramatic? Because, like, we be having, like, we'll have, like, the same symptoms or whatever. But you will never call off. You still go out and you just, it doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect me. I don't know. Maybe I do have a strong immune system. I don't know how. Me either. Because I don't, I don't eat healthy to have a, you know, I don't have this and that. But speaking of eating healthy, not eating healthy, but. Somebody was telling me about this drink, and I'm about to get it tomorrow. It's called kombucha. Have you ever heard yes, of that? Yes, yeah. A lot of, like, that's like an L.A. thing. Like, everybody in L.A. drink kombucha. Mm. Like, well, not L.A., but most, like, I feel like a lot of white people drink it. It's like a white people thing. And I'm sure they sell it at Whole Foods. Because the person I was um, t- who told me about it just this evening said that she was working in this Indian man who was i guess a co-worker was like oh yeah that's good stuff that's good stuff and first of all if an indian told her that it's gold (laughs) so (laughs) i I believe it but yeah she said that she drinks it um like once a day and they said that that that's really good stuff it cleanses a lot yeah that's what she was saying so i'm gonna get some a lot of uh i've seen a few youtubers they do like the kombucha challenge where they only drink kombucha for like i don't know three days or something like that Mm. and I think it makes you use the bathroom because obviously it's cleansing and like getting all this stuff out. But so that's the first thing I asked her. I was like, so it's like a laxative. At this right. Point, a liquid so that's laxative. exactly what I was thinking because I was like, OK, I don't want to get one on the way to work and then right. be in the bathroom for three <laughs> hours. Like, Does it do that? And she said, no, it doesn't do that to her. 
But I just feel like I think it depends if it's, on the person. If it's something good, it is gonna come out. Right. It's gonna cleanse else, you. What else is right, where right. Else is it going? Right. Don't throw it up. All right. And I don't I never tried it and I don't know anybody who's tried it, but I think everybody says it doesn't taste good. Yeah, that's what she was saying. She said it take you all day to get through it. Yeah. Like you can only take a couple sips, you know, at a time or whatever and then you'd be like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, I don't... All the videos I've seen people drinking it, they're like, it's disgusting. Really? I'm going to have yeah. to do some research on that, but I'm definitely going to pick some up tomorrow. Yeah. I've heard it's very legit. So, I mean, I I think it might be worth it, but I've never tried it myself, so I can't... Well, you're about to try it. Oh. I wouldn't mind. I've always wanted to drink, like, some sort of cleansing thing mm-hmm. just to see what it's... Because everybody's like, oh, my God, I feel so light. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what does that feel like? Like, right. it's like... It's like when you yawn... And mm-hmm. the hearing goes up. It's like, mm-hmm. I didn't even right. know I could hear. Like, <laughs> how long have I not been able to right. hear? Right. That's how I feel about, like, cleansers. I'll be like, <laughs> do I feel gunked right, up right now? And right. I don't even know it. So I've always wanted to try one. So I wouldn't mind doing it with you. But, yeah, because uh, they say the food that you eat is supposed to give you energy. And it's like, it because of what we eat, it kind of does the opposite. It drains you and you go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. Lights out. And they always say that, like, with turkey, I'd be like, I feel I feel that way after every meal. Yeah. They'd be like, this turkey ain't doing nothing. This is That's because we don't eat right. Sorry. I do a little bit. Just a little bit. I make sure I get my, yeah. my fruits you and veggies. You do get your fruits and veggies. I need it. I can't eat just, like, a bunch of... This is more so recent. I've just been watching what I eat just because... It doesn't always feel good to always eat, like, greasy stuff. I think I got that way after I, I went to Kent because I was eating nothing but, like... Because I didn't trust their fruit and stuff like that. Mm. Like, I don't want... I don't want it. It's dirty. Eating fresh is refreshing. It is. And you should eat foods that are alive because you're just basically eating everything that's dead. So what kind of nutritional value are you getting out of that? Yeah. And, I mean, I know all these things, but I'm, I'm going to eat a pork chop. Yeah. <laughs> Because it tastes good. And it's funny because um, one of my favorite doctors where I work at, he was like, he was telling somebody because I work in cardiology. So they have like a low salt, no salt Mm -hmm. type of diet or whatever. And there's like so many things on there that they don't want you to eat like soup, lunch meat, like all kind of stuff that you don't even realize has so much sodium in it, but it, it does. But anyway, he was telling the person, he was like, yeah, so basically if it tastes good, spit it out. Serious. <laughs> because really any I mean I mean that was kind of a joke and just mm-hmm. exaggerating, but I mean it, it really has truth to it. You know, stuff that tastes good to us is really not good for us. I mean I guess you could find ways to make healthy foods, you know, taste better. But generally speaking, anything that's like, Oh my god, this is so good is probably not good for you. Yeah, that's why okay, so two things. One is that's why I be like iffy about even the healthy things that I eat because I'm like, there's no. It's like when you're doing math and it's like it's making sense. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm, something is wrong. Right. It's like, why does fruit taste so good? Like, I feel like fruit really doesn't taste that good if it was mm-hmm. real fruit because mm-hmm. you know they put who knows what in fruit. Right. Like I don't know. I just feel like it's suspicious that I like fruit this much. And then two is that reminds me of like vegan stuff because they make things taste good mm-hmm. but they just use all this fake stuff on right. so I'm, I'm conflicted with veganism and yeah veganism because vegetarians they just eat everything else but me but like vegans they have like all these substitutes for it and it's like they say and i'm sure this is a misconception that they 
hate getting asked or talked about but it's like if you don't like fake things and dead things and like gmo type stuff why do you eat something that's not real if if it's not a real burger like some of it is like i guess made out of plant how do you make meat out of plant plant plant-based like burgers i I don't understand Mm -hmm. i don't get that concept at all number one number two i feel like i wouldn't mind like if I did my research on veganism and it was like not that bad, mm-hmm. I just I wouldn't want to be vegan just because it's so much harder. Mm-hmm. At least where we live, because like if you live in like L.A. or just a place that has healthy food around, like even somewhere in Ohio, like a rich town in Ohio, they have better, like they have options. Mm-hmm. Here we don't really have options. Like you have to eat what's here. Like it's just it's just harder to find things that are vegan like you know and eating healthy is more expensive too yeah which is like insane. getting a salad and fruits and vegetables and stuff is way more expensive than getting two chicken wings yeah and that you is, can get two chicken wings for a dollar it's funny because it depends where you get it from because mm. some places they be tripping that's so funny you brought that up though because i saw something on twitter i was like we could talk about this on the podcast and the first time i learned about this term i didn't even know it was like a thing and i think everybody notices it but they don't know that it's a thing or that it was strategically placed there but in my black experience class from last school year um my teacher or my professor was talking about this thing called food swamps Mm -hmm. you heard of that Mm -hmm. yeah she was talking about how like the ghetto yeah basically but it's not even sometimes not even the ghetto it's just like this one long street or just one street that has all this fast food on it like you cedar could be considered a food swamp if you think about it well no because they have whole foods they have target so when i think of i don't know if that's a term food swamps but i think it's a different term that i'm thinking of it's um food deserts yes food deserts yes so it's like where you don't have access to fresh fruits and vegetables. All you have is all these little corner stores that sell yeah. chips and pop and corned beef sandwiches and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. in order to get access to the healthy foods, you have to go to different neighborhoods. All the way somewhere else. Yeah. It's like, um, like why eat. don't they have a giant eagle in the hood? The only grocery store in the hood is Save-A-Lot. That is sick. That's sick. So... And this is crazy to me that I didn't know Giant Eagle wasn't like a regular store. I didn't know you had to have a membership to shop at Giant Eagle. You don't. Like, you have to have that card thing, right? Not necessarily. I mean, it always asks you for the card, but you don't have to have a card to shop there. Oh, well. I think you would just get the cashier if you were in self-checkout or something like or just say, I don't have a card. But you pay more. You pay more? Yeah, because the card is like a dis, so it takes discounts off. So, like, if you see a can of beans on the shelf and it says 99 cent and then underneath oh. the tag it says minus 30 cent with the card, then you pay 60 cent. I don't know what number I started with. But, <laughs> yeah, the card gives you discounts. Oh. But then, really, the card really is not to give you discounts because that's the price. Right. It's to track your shopping. So, yeah. just like, I mean, this was the first Facebook, you know. I'm surprised Whole Foods isn't, like, a membership store at this point. Yeah. I'm really surprised it's as... Ex- I mean, it's not that accessible just because of the pricing. 
Because even like, like everybody thinks like only rich white people eat at Whole Foods, but I know like black people who eat there, and I just be like, how? I will walk in there, and I'll be like, I'm not getting anything from here, anything. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then, like, you think the Whole Foods um, near us is like fancy looking? When we went to New Orleans, their Whole Foods looks like. You know the Apple store? You know how that looks? Mm. It looks like the Apple store, mm. but it's a grocery store. Mm-hmm. We didn't go inside, but from the outside, it looked ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Um, well, for one, they say, like, our area is behind. So, like, you could go to L.A. and see something, and we won't have it in Cleveland for, like, another year. If that, that's even stretching it a year. Um, and then what else is that I thought that was more of a like a everything is bigger in the south. I don't know they say that specifically for Texas, but I was just like, okay, maybe that applies to everything down here. No, Cleveland or Ohio basically is slow. So like, not even like L.A. Like if you go to New York or Philly or something, they got stuff out that we won't see for a couple years. So like you yeah. may see on Instagram people wearing certain stuff or having different gadgets or whatever, and we don't have that here available like in our stores to purchase in our stores that's stupid yeah and then even if we do it's only available at this one store Mm -hmm. these few stores all the way in somewhere else okay so moving on moving on i have a video to play it's a little short clip of i don't even know who these people are but i keep seeing people post this video on instagram and everybody's putting their two cents in about it and so we talk about this very often so i really want to know what your thoughts are on this so make sure you turn it up so the people can hear the video too. yeah yeah, yeah. you put our women in the box and say you cook you clean, no, you stay at home. That's old. That's that is old, but that's that. But you can't tell me that's not how. That's not what we saw from our fathers and our grandfathers. Bro, we're the generation to break the mold of cooking clean. I believe we are the generation to break the mold of cooking clean. Bro, my wife is a go getter. My wife does real estate and she just grinds and she tells me, "Baby, give me two hundred thousand, I'll bring you two hundred ninety back." And this is bigger picture. That's what man needs to thrive for. A woman that knows she's going to grind and knows what she wants to do. That's what young men need. Do not get somebody that's going to ride your coattail. That's true. You put our women in the box and say... So that's the video. Everybody's going back and forth in the comments. So I would like your thoughts since you're a little more old school. You already know my thoughts. My blood is boiling (laughs) over that video. Boiling. Boiling? Not boiling. But oh, it's wow. simmering. It's at a good simmer. Because I don't agree with that. So I'm going to say this. I think to each its own. Yeah. Whatever works for you works for you. And whatever makes you happy, then that's what you do. But I think where we have failed as a people is all of this progression. I think we need to get back to the basics. So when you have, and this is just my opinion. Nobody has to agree. Like I said, what works for you works for you, and that's fine. I'm not (laughs) saying anything is wrong with what you're doing, but this is my opinion. 
I think that by doing that, your home is lacking in another area. So Mm. if the woman is out of the home and doing her own thing, you know, all the time, all day or whatever, whatever, then who's watching your children? You know, it's like, I wish that I was able to stay home and have more time with y'all to rear y'all and to have more conversations with y'all and to teach y'all more things. But so like how we've talked about in the past, as far as like, um, because I work or because people work, that takes them away from things that they should be doing, whether it's career or whatever, whatever. So I think that women being out of the home takes away from them being a mother and what mothers are built to do is to raise the children to guide the children to teach the children things about home and stuff like that but because i'm out of house all day i don't have time to do all these things so this goes back to not goes back to but it speaks upon like when like especially like courtney likes to cook in the kitchen with me and i've noticed that she don't ask as much as she used to she'll still ask sometimes but she don't ask as much as she used to because most of the time I say no or not no but I say not this time I'll say next time and that's because I need to hurry up and cook you know I don't really have time to it's it's work involved when you teach kids how to cook it it slows you down you have to clean up their mess you have to explain how to do x y and z and yeah this and okay you can't do this part I gotta do this part you know and I don't have time for that we ready to eat right you know we ain't got an hour to show you how to do all this stuff so because I work I don't have time for that and I think that's a disadvantage to your children so if you want to I think you should pick one or the other in a perfect world. I mean, if that's what you want to do is have a career and be successful and everything, then that's fine, but don't have children. And that's very controversial because most people want to do both, but you can't do both a hundred percent. So something is going to lack. So if you put 70% into your career, then your kids is only getting 30%. If you put 70% into your kids, then your career is going to lack. I mean, I think that we have found how to get the most balance that we can get but i still feel that something is gonna suffer because of your choices i think that's a great way to put all of that it's a very logical way to put it because a lot of people think oh she doesn't agree with that so she thinks we should go back to the 60s where women can be and they just stay in the house all day i think you have a valid you have valid points and it's very true and i was actually thinking about that today this is a great topic it it is i knew you would love it i just completely forgot about it because i seen that a while ago so but um i don't want to say the person's name or anything but um there is a tattoo artist that i follow and he's a single dad i'm pretty sure i don't know his whole situation Mm -hmm. obviously they could be doing whatever but as far as what he shows us he looks like a single dad but he tattoos all day long. So I'm like, who was watching his right, kid? Right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, I know his mom, her mom isn't around. So I'm like, and then people will be like, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say this, but you could bring up that the fact that she doesn't live with her mom at all is hindering her from, you know, mm-hmm. being her full potential as a woman or whatever. And he could be doing a great job raising her or whatever. But I was, just, I just thought about it mm-hmm. today. I'm like, who, right, he, he's, right. he literally works all day. And I'm like, 
who was watching her? Right, right. So that's just something I thought about that relates to this kind of. But I don't really know how I feel. I kind of feel both sides because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always in the middle about things. Me too. Because it's like, there's, you know, like, and like I said, I think it really does depend on the person because mm-hmm. you can have a couple who both are either one that want kids and both of them like their career or want to focus on their mm-hmm. career and that's fine then mm-hmm. you know it works but then you have families who mm-hmm. like need their mother and stuff like that and then that goes back to the whole like uh gay like families like how does that how does that work da, 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 da. i don't know i don't know how i feel about it because I've never been interested in raising kids. I've never been interested in, like, having a family and all that. It's always been, I'm going to just figure out what my career Mm -hmm. is and just do that for the rest of my life. I could care less about being super, uh, what's the word, motherly. Like, Mm -hmm. not even motherly, but just, like, the whole cooking and cleaning Mm -hmm. thing. Like, I'm not super focused on that all the time. Yeah, domestic. I'm not super domestic, and you could blame that on, I just wasn't raised that way because you work all the time Mm -hmm. and... I didn't really have somebody here to teach me things all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could say that, but and maybe that made me this way, but I just feel like I've never been domestic, and mm-hmm. I've never been interested in, like, <laughs> serving a man. Right. Like, I mean, as I've gotten like older... What? Right. As I've gotten older... Fix <laughs> your own plate. Right. That's literally <laughs> how I used to feel, and then sometimes I still feel that way, but as I've gotten older, I kind of want to, mm-hmm. I guess... I'm just starting to realize what I've missed out on or what I could be doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But especially with never being in like a real relationship growing up, I've never had the desire to do it. So mm-hmm. I'm just like. And then there's a family member of yours who has two boys. And up until the time she got pregnant with her first son was cool being an auntie. Yeah. Didn't have no desire to have kids yeah. at least anytime soon or anything like that. And then that changed, and you know now look. So I mean yeah. that could change, but everybody says that, and I don't. I mean I don't. I know. mean it's very early for you because she was. Yeah, she 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 was thirty before she had her first child, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like how old is she? I'm forty one, so she's like thirty three. So yeah, she was approaching thirty. Yeah, yeah. You know before she had her first child, so that's still a long way to go from you know where you're at now. So definitely, when she was your age, she would definitely want to think about being a vice mother or wife or anything like that. I, and then it that I've that's always made me feel weird. Like growing up, all girls they will always talk about like their wedding and. Oh, I can't wait to name my kids. This is I just I can never relate. I was just like, why are you thinking about that? Like, mm-hmm. I still don't even think about that. And it's like, like, I think I was kind of that girl a little bit. And and then so like, for me, it wasn't a matter of do you want kids. It was always, yeah, I'm gonna have kids. Yeah. Like there was no question about whether I wanted kids or not. Like. I didn't even think about, do I want kids? I just knew that I was going to have kids one day. You know, it happened sooner than I mm-hmm. thought it was going to happen. But I always knew I was going to be somebody's mother, you mm-hmm. know, so. And why do you think that? Like, why do you think that's such a, is that just a girl thing? Because there's a lot of guys I know who are like that. They're like, yeah, I'm having kids one day. Like, I think it's how you were raised some. And to some point, and then to some point, it's just you know your natural feelings about how you feel about life and you know what's important to you. I don't know. I've never felt that. So going back to the video though, I think like 
people were arguing and saying that like from the dawn of time like men are supposed to supply and everything and but it's like things are changing like roles are changing especially when you talk about lgbtq people like that doesn't always apply right so it's like like like, i think i think i would disagree with you i think it just really depends on the person and their situation because i could think of two family members that are like great hustlers and they work really hard but they have kids and it's like i don't know how much of the time that they're in the house with their kids but they kind of do both i feel like i don't know if but you know. something is lacking somewhere mm. and not to say that if you have a traditional mom and dad you know whatever 60s kind of family going on it doesn't mean that nothing is still lacking or whatever but i i don't know i just believe in traditional values and i believe in the traditional family and i believe that i think this goes back to something we said before about gender roles yeah and i think that um i think it's important i don't deny that but i i I think go ahead i'm sorry um like we were talking about the other day about the 40 hour work week Monday through yeah. Friday type thing yeah. that started a hundred years ago when you had men working in factories and women being at home yeah that worked but then when you put the women in the workforce who's supposed to make dinner <laughs> if we both work who's supposed to make dinner right right so why they both equally feel like okay we both work we both work 40 hours a week why do I have to make dinner because that's the traditional role for the woman. Mm-hmm. Well, but the traditional role for me is that I would be at right. home all day. Right. So you can't have both. I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like in the sixties, were men making that much money to the point the other person didn't have to work? That's insane to me. Like I can't even comprehend that. How does stay-at-home mom even work in these days when everything is so expensive? We don't get paid. Like, money doesn't have the same value as it did back in the day. Like, you could buy canned food with a quarter. But everything is so expensive. I don't understand how that is expected when everybody out here broke. And you can't expect it to just work out for everybody and be like, oh, just go to college and you will find somebody who is a business major or whatever and they make a lot of money. You can't expect everybody and everything to go right so how i think things were simpler then they were and things i mean we didn't buy as much stuff as we buy now like first of all we overeat way more than we used to eat we have more bills yeah you have cell phone bill bill, now uh internet data bill internet yeah i mean you have more bill and things cost more on a scale versus the way they cost it then so can we agree like that stay-at-home mom thing just that how are you i don't unless your uh husband or boyfriend or whatever if they're making like six figures i don't understand how only one person is making money and you just at home all day with the kids i don't get that how are y'all staying afloat that makes no sense to me well i know somebody who majority stayed at home and the other person worked I mean, I'm sure you do know that person, and I'm sure... I mean, I... mm, Again, it depends on the person. For me, I feel like... I wouldn't even... like. Okay, even if that was possible for me to stay at home all day and the man work all day, I would go crazy. 
can not just just stay at home like unless like my hobby or my job made me money it's something i enjoy i cannot imagine just staying at home all day but that's because you weren't raised like that who is to stay at home all day well not now in 2020 most people are not raised that way i don't get it i wish like what were, what were women doing back then y'all was just cooking and cleaning all day like so you oh know what God. so the thing for me is that like when i get up when my alarm clock goes off in the morning for me to go to work I say Just all the, the cuss words, right, now. right? I say all the cuss words in my head. But I could wake up at the same time and not have to go to work. And it's not it's not a lack of sleep. It's what Just what exactly what's facing yeah. you in the day. Yeah. So like if I didn't work, like I would get up in the morning, y'all would have a home cooked breakfast every morning. I mean, sometimes it might be pancakes and sometimes it might just be bacon and eggs or bacon and toast or whatever, but y'all would still have a hot breakfast. Just a meal, yeah. Right, y'all would still have a hot breakfast every morning, drive y'all to school, I go get my coffee, stop at the grocery store if I need to, come home, put on some kind of uh, gossip uh, daytime talk show or something like that, iron clothes, wash clothes. Put something in the crock pot. You come home from school and home from work and you smelling it good. And, and <laughs> like that is the life for me. That is living. You, to you. To, to me. you. I could, I would go crazy. Girl, if I had to do to that. To not go to work? If saying, okay, so. I guess it depends on if you like your job. That's what I mean is that I would work. I would put all that work that you put into the household into finding a job that I would like and wouldn't mind going to every day. Okay, but then when you come home, who's cooking dinner? Not me. Exactly. <laughs> not me. That's why the divorce rate is 50%. I'm not getting married. Apparently, according to you, I'm not even getting married. So, sounds like I, it sounds like me and the Huskies are ordering Chipotle every night. Every night? Every night. <laughs> Y'all gonna get sick of that. He gonna get sick of that. He gonna be like, girl. They ain't good. He gonna be like, girl, can you fry some chicken? He could be, he could be eating slop. <laughs> you know how to fry some chicken? <laughs> and I don't think, I mean, obviously I'm joking. Like, I wouldn't just right. never cook or right. whatever. But I would just, I don't know. I don't see myself putting more time into stuff like that than the things I enjoy doing. But I think most relationships fail due to unrealistic expectations. So you have to make mm. sure that your expectations match if you're going to be in a serious grown-up relationship. So in a situation like you described, he has to know that mm, five days out of the week we ordering out, and he I has to think... be he has to be okay with that um... because you can't have somebody who wants a domestic wife right and likes to go get her, but then complain about she too much of a go getter and don't cook right. So you have to have realistic expectations out of your you have to know who your partner is and what they enjoy and what they like and what they are going to do and what they're not going to do and be okay with that because if you're not okay with it don't be okay with it when we're dating and then we move in together and you want me to put an apron on and be barefoot like i said i don't really have a problem with cooking but every night every night how do you do it I get exhausted from like a day. I'm like, okay, I'm done. 
I'm done. Because it's something that I enjoy. And I don't like that, like, people shame, not necessarily me specifically. Mm-hmm. I have been shamed for it specifically, but I'm saying, like, the general public. Why is that shameful? Like, what? not being domestic. Like, I'm sure because that, you are naturally, that's, that's natural to that you. That shouldn't, that's not natural. That's like. The woman, I mean, okay, so people can argue all day, but when, okay. The reason that it is that way and the way you know that it's right, and I'm going to catch a lot of flack from my people in Romania about this, but your body parts, the woman is the receiver and the man is the giver. So there you go. So that, that's, I mean, that tells... Biology tells you what you need to know. But, so but, that tells you that me, that's how it but is. But to me, I'm giving by making you food. What am I receiving? Money that I could be making for myself? Like, I'm, I mean, The I'm man with, is the giver, so he is the provider. What is he providing? He is providing the needs of the family. Like... Like food, shelter. With money. So you're saying he provides money. You can't do anything. Not just money, money, protection, authoritarian. Not over the wife necessarily, but like over the kids or whatever, over the house. So just just think of two people. Don't even think about kids. What is he providing? I mean, I'm not saying that they don't provide anything, right, but right. I'm just, you know, right. asking what you think it is. Because to me it's like I don't have a problem being domestic, but it's just I don't like that it's just automatically expected of me all but the you time. Would, but you wouldn't feel that way if you were raised exactly. a certain... Hold on. If you were raised a certain way, number one, and if society didn't tell you that there was something wrong with it. Society has told you that, girl, you don't need him. You don't need this. You don't need but that. I don't, I don't, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. So, But if nobody ever told you that, then you wouldn't think that. It's, I mean, true. everything really is about brainwashing. So, <laughs> whatever you believe, you was lightweight brainwashed into that. I mean, because if we just grew up without anybody, what would you think about anything? It would just be your own thoughts. That's why I but say we are so not... influenced by other people that this is the way it's supposed to be. That's why I say I don't think it's necessarily a natural thing to be domestic. It depends on how you are raised. Partly, but... Okay, then that brings into nature versus nurture. nurture. Right, but there are certain biological facts, just like with the whole re- giver and receiver thing. But not only that, but the purpose of you having breasts is to feed your children. That sounds like a giver to me. <laughs> <laughs> not a, what am I receiving from that? Pain? No, but that's a, that's a different thing. But every mammal... I just gave birth! Get out of here! Get out of here! Oh my god. You received birth. He gave you birth. Because he had the birth and gave you the birth. So, but yeah, just like, like I said, just like breasts. That's, That's why you have them. It's not just to be pretty and cute and shapely. It's to feed your kids. I got no kids to feed, so... It's not good. you don't need them. I know! This is why... Uh, this is why trans people exist. Bye. Now you're answering your own questions. This is why they exist. This is why they get surgery. They don't need it. They don't need it. Who am I, who am I giving it to? Oh, my God. 
we just cracked a case. No, I ain't, that ain't no cracked case to me. That's part of it, and that's why gay girls wear certain bras and do certain. They get top surgery and everything. Cause who am I feeding with this? I'm not saying I. But would. that's not what their thought process is when they do. Yeah, that. I know. They just want to appear more masculine. <sighs> I don't know, man. I just. But you can't deny physics and biology. I'm not denying that. I'm I mean, not. Saying... I mean, I know you're not denying it, but. It's a fact. That it's natural for me to be domestic. Yes. So what about gay people, though? What about gay Like, people? gay girls. Like, naturally, I guess they're supposed to be domestic, but then that's why you have the whole, like, masculine and feminine. Because it's society. What do you mean? So... If you had a gay person and they were the only person in the world, would they be gay? Yes, I guess. How would they be gay? They know what they like. They don't got to be here. Like other people don't got to be here for it, but they know what they like. That and that goes back to the question is uh are you born gay? Like if you didn't have no influence over like your parents or anything, or, I don't know. This is complicated and controversial. Well, to answer your question, I think that... Mm, I'm a little conflicted I'm on this. I'm scared on your answer. My first answer was going to be, I think, yes, you can be born gay. But my second point to that, which is a little bit more argumentative, is, or a little bit more like... Mm, it depends on what you believe in. Yeah. Is that God can give you certain... <laughs> things to overcome and that's your thing just like everybody has their thing whether it's uh gay or whether it's crackhead or whether it's abortion or whether it's lazy or whether it's glutinous or whatever everybody has a thing and not to say one is more extreme than the other or better or worse than the other or whatever but maybe that's their thing to overcome why would you fight that though? Like, why would you torture yourself? Like, that's why I don't get like conversion therapy and stuff like that. Like, why would you torture somebody to do something that they know they don't want? Why would you? What's the point of that? And that just that can be applied to anything in life, not even right. just sexuality or whatever. Why would you make them or make them feel like? I don't know. I don't know, but we live in such a world today that whatever anything you is want, anything, right? So, and and whatever makes you happy, do it no matter what. Which I get it because I mean you only got one go round as far as we know or as round. far as we believe or whatever. So you might as well. So then that's kind of on a little side tangent. That's why I stopped my um, keto diet because I was like. Why am I torturing myself? I love food too See, much to yeah, be yeah. depriving myself. Who knows how much time I have here? Why would my last day I did not eat potatoes? Like, so who does that? That's the ultimate <laughs> excuse. And not an excuse because it's true. Like, and there's somebody who deprived themselves of all those good things all their life, eat healthy all their life, and at 35 get hit by a train or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... So, like, so going what, back to as far as, like, gay people or whatever, like, I get, you know, live your life, YOLO or whatever, whatever, but I don't know. It's, I mean, it, I don't, it's, 
life is complicated. <laughs> yeah. And if anybody figured it out, they ain't came back and told us nothing. 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 Except Jesus, because he came back and told us. What, what did he tell y'all? Not y'all. 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 Hey, y'all. Man, speaking of hey, y'all, um, and we'll wrap it up here. But, um, oh God, did you ever see that? Um, I was watching a no, no, surprisingly, it was a stand up. And this guy, he was like, What if Jesus had like a southern accent? Like, hey, y'all, oh my god, see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was. So, you know how like you have this picture in your mind, the sound in your mind of what God says, what he sounds like when he's talking to you. He's like, My child, right? You should not go through the weary waters of whatever. And but then he was like, Well, what if God was like, Hey, y'all, what y'all doing (laughs) now? Like, that's funny. yeah, that's funny. That's a good point, though, because it's like, what if you're raised Christian, but you're, like, Australian? Like, do you think of Jesus with an Australian accent? Because that's what you hear? Right. Oh. Or what? Like, is Jesus portrayed the same way in all places? No. I mean, obviously no, but, like, mm, that's... That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Religion. I don't even want to get into it. But that's funny. Do you know who this comedian was? No, but it's a popular clip. I could probably pull it up if I really thought about it. I'm sure I could just I think look it up was, Southern um, Jesus. It, you know who it was? It oh. was my boy. Hot Pocket. What? Hot Pocket guy. Who? Hot Pocket. That comedian, the white guy. He, he always talk about McDonald's. Jim Gaffigan. Yes. He said it? Yes. Wait, I now remember it. Now I remember it because he was like, <laughs> he said, so he didn't even say, hey, y'all. He what? said, like, <laughs> I can't. He is. He is out of control. He's so underrated to me. So underrated. And what makes him more underrated is that he's not um, obscene. Yeah, he's not vulgar. Right, right. Because a lot of com- comedians, and I, I like obscene comedians and vulgar comedians yeah. but he doesn't have to do that to, to make you yeah. die laughing yeah he and that's that's great literally all he talks about is food right and life <laughs> and being fat that's right. all he talks about and it's and great. that's the essence of life yeah that's his life and then his show was good too like his show was all about food and being fat and being a dad that's all he talks about and it's great it's great it's great I love him. Yeah. I wish he had a new stand-up. I'm going to have to try and find He does see. have a new one. I think it's... Well, how new, though? I think like a year ago. And then I never uh, watched it. Let me just... Shout out to Jim Gaffigan. Yes. You can sponsor us. Please. For giving you a shout out on your great comedic He released talent. one this year. What? It's called The Pale Tourist. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just about to watch titles. it right now. Is title. it on Netflix or what? I don't know. I just... I see it through uh, Apple Music. You can listen to comedy through Apple Music. Just these titles. He talk. He talking about Tim Hortons, the Caesar cocktail, Canadian youth hockey, oh my God. Drake concert, Spanish stuff. I don't. I'm about Korea. to watch it right now. I can't. And then he released one last year. I but think I seen the one from last year. Nothing beats Mr. Universe ever in life. Nothing. Nothing. That was like his prime. Prime. It was the first two. I, I think Mr. Universe was second. 
I'm not sure. It's his first two. I like pretty much everything. I listen to his super old stuff too. Um, I like Beyond the Pale is good. Mm. Obsessed is good. And King Baby is good. Mm. Those four are good. Cinco wasn't that good. I haven't seen uh, Noble Ape, Quality Time, or Pale Taurus. I didn't know you could look that up on Apple Music. Yeah, they got but they got Kevin Hart on here. I think they have Dave Chappelle. I hope they do. I think he came up with something new too. Well, that's a good way to end the podcast with Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, yeah, that was legend. Legend. Romanians, if you want to know about American life, just listen to Jim Gaffigan. That's what we do here. Basically, basically, that wraps up America. Yeah. Thanks, Jim Gaffigan. Now I have to listen to him. Right. I can't not. All right, guys. So hopefully Bree will um, upload this podcast not sometime hopefully. next year. <laughs> not after next the year. pandemic is over and yes. y'all going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We did record three times and I didn't. Five, I think we're up to like five episodes that we have not uploaded. And they are getting ready to protest in the streets of yeah. Romania. Yeah, they are. During the pandemic with their mask on. Do they have Right, to? I was just going to say. Let's, let's check up on our people real, just real quick. Just real quick. See how y'all are doing. Put in COVID cases in Romania. In Romania. Three. They're like, what COVID? It's right. <laughs> it's 9,000. Versus we get 9,000 a day in our state alone. Wow. God bless America. Good night. Good night. <laughs>